down and stroking it. Lady Meredith has told me of her unusual cleverness. Sarah stood quietly, with her eyes fixed upon Miss Minchin's face. Why does she say I am a beautiful child, she was thinking. I'm not beautiful at all. I'm one of the ugliest children I ever saw. She is beginning by telling a story. She was mistaken, however, in thinking she was an ugly child. She was a slim, supple creature, rather tall for her age, and had an intense, attractive little face. Her hair was heavy and quite black and only curled at the tips. Her eyes were greenish-gray, it is true, but they were big, wonderful eyes with long black lashes, and though she herself did not like the color of them, many other people did. Sarah stood near her father and listened while he and Miss Minchin talked. She was to be what was known as a parlor boarder, and she was to enjoy even greater privileges than parlor boarders usually did. She was to have a pretty bedroom and sitting room of her own. She was to have a pony and a carriage and a maid to take the place of the ayah who had been her nurse in India. I'm not in the least anxious about her education, Captain Crewe said with his gay laugh as he held Sarah's hand and patted it. The difficulty will be to keep her from learning too fast and too much. She's always sitting with her little nose burrowing into books. Make her ride her pony in the row or go out and buy a new doll. Uh, she ought to play more with dolls. Papa, said Sarah, if I went out and bought a new doll every few days, I should have more than I could be fond of. Dolls ought to be intimate friends. Emily is going to be my intimate friend. Miss Minchin looked at Captain Crewe. Who is Emily? Well, tell her, Sarah, Captain Crewe said, smiling. She is a doll Papa is going to buy for me. We are going out together to find her. I've called her Emily. She is going to be my friend. When Papa is gone, I want her to talk to about him. Miss Minchin's large, fishy smile became very flattering indeed. What an original child! What a darling little creature! Sarah stayed with her father at his hotel until he sailed away to India. They went out and visited many big shops together and bought a great many things, and they went to a number of toy shops and looked at dolls. After a number of disappointments, they decided to walk and look in at the shop windows and let the cab follow them. They had passed two or three places without even going in, when, as they were approaching a shop, which was really not a very large one, Sarah suddenly started and clutched her father's arm. Oh, Papa, there is Emily. She is actually waiting for us, she said. Let us go into her. She was a large doll, but not too large to carry about easily. She had naturally curling golden-brown hair, which hung like a mantle about her, and her eyes were a deep, clear gray-blue, with soft, thick eyelashes, which were real eyelashes, and not mere painted lines. "'Of course,' said Sarah, looking into her face as she held her on her knee. "'Of course, Papa, this is Emily!' So Emily was bought and taken to a children's outfitter's shop and measured for a wardrobe as grand as Sarah's own. She had lace frocks and velvet and muslin ones and hats and coats and beautiful lace-trimmed underclothes and gloves and handkerchiefs and furs. The next day Captain Crewe took her to Miss Minchin's and left her there. He was to sail the next morning. 
he explained to Miss Minchin that his solicitors, Messrs. Barrow and Skipworth, had charge of his affairs in England and would give her any advice she wanted and that they would pay the bills she sent in for Sarah's expenses. Then he went with Sarah into her little sitting-room, and they bade each other good-bye. Sarah sat on his knee and held the lapels of his coat in her small hands and looked long and hard at his face. Are you learning me by heart, little Sarah? No. I know you by heart. You are in my heart. When Sarah entered the schoolroom the next morning, everybody, from Lavinia Herbert, who was nearly thirteen and felt quite grown up, to Lottie Lay, who was only just four and the baby of the school, had heard a great deal about her. One or two of them had even caught a glimpse of her French maid, Mariette, who had arrived.